So, when was your last checkup? Oh no, not you. Although that's important too, but when was your last vehicle checkup? When it comes to service, nobody knows your Chevy better than your local Chevy dealer. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule an appointment today. 720 WGN. Good evening. I'm John Landecker. Thanks for tuning in. It's uh, 835 and uh, we welcome to the program Dr. Christine Crawford, who is a specialist in what we're about to talk about. Because, you know, as they say, or as you say, it's okay not to be okay. Have I got that right? That's correct. That's absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. This is all about the uh, Glenbard Parent Series, Navigating Healthy Families. And you're part of the Distinguished uh, Speaker Series. Uh, You're going to be... Well, tell us what you're going to be doing tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm a child and adolescent psychiatrist, and I'm also a part of an organization called the National Alliance on Mental Illness, also known as NAMI. Mm-hmm. So this is a great opportunity for parents, for caregivers, for anyone who's invested in supporting the mental health of kids to learn about strategies and how they can help support the kids who are going through such difficult times, making it such that being able to keep their mental health stable and sound is a struggle. But also caregivers can learn about ways in which they can take care of their own mental health needs so that they're able to support their kids who are also struggling. So everyone can benefit and learn from this seminar tomorrow. And what time is that seminar? And it's, uh, it's a virtual seminar, I believe, on Zoom. Is that correct? That's correct. So it will be virtual over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have two different sessions, one at 12 o'clock Central Time and another one at 7 p.m. Central Time. So if you go to the website, glenbard.org, um, you'll be able to see a link for the, the Zoom virtual series. Has the concern about teen mental health Increased over the past, let's say, 20 years with a spike right there with the COVID uh, situation? The issue of youth mental health has been ongoing even prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. We were dealing with growing rates of depression, anxiety, as well as suicide among our youth. But unfortunately, with the pandemic, we couldn't ignore, we no longer could ignore the fact that our kids were struggling. But the other challenging thing is that there aren't opportunities for kids to get the help that they need because of limited access. There's not enough child psychiatrists available and with insurance and being able to have the financial needs to to get the help that people need. So what we're seeing is that kids are struggling, but they're also struggling to get the much needed help that is so critical during this developmental phase in their life where they need to learn about the tools and strategies to help navigate difficult emotional times. So things have been getting worse. They've been growing, but we've also been having more conversations openly about how our youth are struggling. What do you think the role of social media plays in all of this? I think social media is a really powerful tool for young people to communicate their thoughts ideas and how they're 
coping with the stresses of the world. Now, it could be a very positive tool. However, mm. it has been somewhat negative in terms of what we're seeing with bullying, in terms of what we're seeing about spreading negative coping strategies that a lot of youth are using to kind of def- uh, deal with difficult times. So I think it's helpful to share ideas, but I think if kids don't have um, people who are able to guide them through all of this information, it could be really overwhelming and could have a detrimental impact on their overall mental health. What do you, what if, if I'm a parent and I have a, a child, um, adolescent or pre-adolescent, what are the signs that I should be looking for that there could be a concern? Well, one of the big things that we often tell parents to look for is to see how they're functioning at school. Mm. How are they functioning around their peers, their relationships with other people, and what do they look like at home? If you notice that you have a kid who used to enjoy spending time with their friends, used to play sports or do different extracurricular activities, and they're appearing to be more withdrawn and not wanting to be around their peers, that certainly is a red flag. If they're spending more time in their room, not wanting to go and eat, not taking care of their personal hygiene, showering, combing their hair, reason for concern, and if academically we're starting to see a change in their grades, their ability to get up in the morning to go to school, those are all areas of concern because that demonstrates that their ability to function isn't as good as it was before and certainly warrants a conversation with that youth to better understand what may be driving some of those behavioral changes. And I think it's putting a lot of pressure on a parent to try to get from that child what it is that's really bothering them um, simply because they have a parent-child relationship. How does a parent get the child to accept going somewhere else for help, to a therapist or whatever institution would provide that? Well, I think it's all about just having conversations and being curious with the Mm. kid about what it is that you've observed. And so what we know is that when you tell kids to do something, that they ought to do something, they don't want to do it. But if (laughs) you help them them understand that the way in which they're behaving is being picked up by other people, that there are ways in which they can navigate so many challenges with more support. So what that could actually look like is you can have a conversation with your kid and say, you know, I've noticed that you've been keeping to yourself, that you haven't been going to school, and that you're a little bit more irritable. And I've also noticed that your friend Peter feels kind of left out that you're not talking to him anymore. And so I wonder what are things that we could do together to help support you through this? What are some ideas that you have? You don't have any ideas? Well, I do have this idea of possibly talking to a therapist. I just Mm -hmm. want to plant that seed to let you know that this is an option. When you're ready to explore that option, just let me know. So it's all about being curious with them, planting seeds, and hopefully over time those seeds would grow such that the kid would be motivated on their own to pursue that help. But you and I know that this is a challenge. This isn't something that can happen in one conversation overnight. It really is a gradual process. 
Uh, we're talking to Dr. Christine Crawford, who is an adult child and adolescent uh, psychiatrist and the associate medical director for the National Science Alliance on Mental Illness and director of medical student education and assistant professor of psychiatry at Boston University and part of the Wellness and Recovery and Psychosis RAP, where she provides care for adolescents experiencing symptoms of psychosis. And I know that you've authored multiple books and um, have appeared in a number of media outlets concerning the mental health of adolescents. So let's go. And this is all being done with uh, in conjunction with uh, the Glenbard Parent Series, uh, Navigating Healthy Families. And once again, let's go over where you'll be this this uh, virtual free webinar, for lack of a better term, that'll be going on tomorrow. That's correct. So people can go to glenbardgps.org and you'll be able to gain access to the link for the Zoom. Mm. It will be at 12 o'clock tomorrow as well as at 7 p.m. And this is a really great opportunity to access these incredible resources for free during the seminar. I really hope that caregivers, parents, anyone who's invested in taking care of youth and supporting their mental health can really learn from this opportunity. So I really recommend that folks go and check out um, our uh, website over at Glenbard. And there are so many other speakers that are lined up for uh, the upcoming months that people should definitely check out. Well, doctor, it's been great talking to you. Uh, I wish you continued success uh, with the help to help the youth of of, uh, our country because they definitely need it. Thanks for being with us. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. And I love that phrase. It's okay not to be okay. Absolutely.